0: with
1: the <sighs> oh, shit it's gonna be the Most I just feel podcast ever I just want y'all to know now for sure, Cause uh, me and my sister just ate And yeah Niggas is stuffed But with that being said As we start this podcast I want to give a shout out to my brothers In Evil Brotherhood And I want to give them a special shout out Since they've been getting on my fucking case all week And with that being said This is a message from me To you This fucking Russell. Fuck you. He never let me gamble with play numbers, joyous, fuck like fucking too young. you that fucking, that fucking trans- Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Every time I have to fuck out the train. Fuck you. Play like he fucking ran the whole station. Fuck like he, like he had to run the whole you. you know oh, so yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, to that teacher who failed me. Fuck you. To that bitch who never bailed me. Fuck you. You. No, I yes. fuck, fuck you, yes, fuck you, fuck you all, gave me no you fucking bastards, he never gave me no you fucking hay. bastards. It's all Best I love, but so fuck so you anyway, rack. bastards. Alright, I just wanted to start yeah, that way, you with that I being said. Now I'm out fucking your hoe. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love. Oh, it's been a minute, it's been a minute, it's been a minute. Oh, we've been on hiatus. Niggas been on vacation and shit. Oh, but with that being said, we are back. Well, I am back. You don't know what the fuck Wade is. He's probably working or slaving. He's a he's married now, so you don't tell her. whatever the case may be. Uh, this is Will K the King, as usual. And this is the Down with the King podcast episode I think 26 hold on let me make sure because I could be wrong I could be right but who fucking cares is my show I'm pretty sure it's 26 I'm pretty sure it's 26 But I don't know But while I'm figuring that out Let's um I do have a special guest in the building mm-hmm. My little sister hey, um, She girl. is better 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 known And mostly known as KC one half of the 2am podcast Two aqua millennials But we got one of them in the fucking building today Let's give her a round of applause hey.
0: Glad for, glad for. Stars motherfucking born. What's good? It's KC and the place to be, and you know the place to be is wherever the fuck I'm at. <laughs> That's what the
1: fuck it is. What's good? Oh, uh, what's, what's good? What's good? What's good, KC? What's good? What's
0: good? I'm in this bitch chilling. I'm right. It's
1: been a minute since you've been on the show.
0: It has been a while. It's
1: been a while. It's been what? That was episode ten, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's been a minute. but Um, a lots happened since then. A, lot a lot's been happened. going on. We were just on vacation. Vacation. um yes we niggas did niggas went to coachella and shit you know coachella was uh it was a good it was a good look good it was look. an
0: experience for sure definitely for a show, good experience show. absolutely
1: um we got a lot to catch up on It's a lot of shit going on in the world and i ain't i ain't, I ain't ran it in, in a while um but just to kind of get so we're gonna i'm gonna give a little recap of coachella just for you guys let's get clear i want to get a couple of things off my chest well first and foremost Fuck Michigan weather, because when I get back from 99 degree weather in Michigan, I get a fucking cold, because guess what? It's 50 degrees here. See,
0: I had the opposite feeling.
1: I had a fucking cold.
0: I had the opposite feeling. I was sick in California. So I'm like, when I got back home, I was like, oh, y'all think Michigan weather fucked up. That shit is fucked up because it's going to be 101 degrees during the day. But as soon as the sun go down, it's fucking freezing. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't have no humidity. So their 65 degrees feels like R50. It actually probably a little colder because when I got here, I'm like shit It's warmer here Than it was at night there And I was sick as fuck All the dust Like I was blowing my nose Black shit was coming out I was like Oh y'all can keep this wind Y'all keep all that sh- Dust and shit Y'all keep that shit Right on out there Whatever And hope everything Don't slide into the water I was good I'm like Oh y'all got me fucked up I was like Y'all think Michigan Was not bad That shit was crazy I'm like yeah, Why am I dying it, That
1: temperature change Is ridiculous It's, it's like It crazy. just drops Like a fucking brick That
0: literally Like honestly I feel like I need to go back To like elementary school because now I understand what humidity is like <laughs> I'm like oh okay so that's a fucking thing alright cool
1: yeah it's gotcha. a thing it's definitely a thing it's definitely um, thing. but yeah got back here got a fucking coat but I think part of it has something to do with the fact that I have my fucking hoodie oh right a fucking hoodie that
0: matters
1: um, yeah I was in the airport cold as shit because guess what we were in the airport for five fucking hours oh yes oh it was by an the way getting home. I don't want to see the fucking Denver airport for at least another three four fucking years it
0: ain't shit in there anywhere First of all,
1: so... It's fucking large as hell with nothing in it.
0: It's, it's like, the side it's a we was large, on had absolutely nothing in it. It is a large-ass
1: fucking airport for no fucking reason. We
0: walked all the way through that shit, and I'm just like, where is the food?
1: There's hundreds and hundreds of gates for no fucking reason it's whatsoever. It
0: literally took me traveling, every time I travel to realize that we got a really good uh, airport here. Because I'm just like, just the shit that's in there, the size of it, all the stuff. Like, you got actual, like, fucking sit-down restaurants, chain restaurants restaurants because them niggas had restaurants in there but true was shit you never heard of like these niggas got these fucking pf chains ruby tuesday fridays all of this shit in the fucking airport here i'm just like damn we actually do have a nice ass motherfucking airport because them motherfucking airports was sad and fucking depressing i'm like where is the food nigga where is the snacks <laughs> i don't i don't feel uh, uh comfortable like y'all got what is going on but he made it work you know what i'm saying i was in that bitch tired as fuck
1: Right, you need to go to work.
0: I definitely went to work. But actually no. I didn't have to go to
1: work. Oh, you didn't.
0: I was supposed to go to work, but then I hit my supervisor up and I'm like, "What up, nigga?" Well, I already said that. But I'm just like, "Hey, so I'm home, but I'm not going to get there. It's like 8:30. I have to be at work at 5." And so he was just like, "You good, bro? I'll take care of you. Excused. Shout out to you." because fuck that I was so happy like I got off the phone and I'm like oh I'm sad like oh yeah my flight just landed now I did add about two hours on to my story cause it was like 6 o'clock and I was already at home in my bed <laughs> and I was like damn I'm about to take a nap I was like I'll be there by 8.30 <laughs> and so I was like you ain't even gotta come fam and I'm just like oh Me, my best friend went to breakfast nigga and knocked the fuck out it was a beautiful glorious fucking day
1: yeah just so y'all know so uh, we we, are, we were supposed to have a two hour layover in Denver we knew about, it. we, we had took that into account however the motherfucking plane we get on the plane, we're ready to take off ready to pull out this bitch and then the plane ain't going nowhere and then come to find out apparently doing pre-flight checks fucking windshield crack.
0: from a short like some, some, some wild out, final destination shit some like
1: ridiculous shit a
0: shortage maybe trying to figure out which one of these crack. niggas on
1: the plane escaped death on the previous one and tried to bring that shit to us i
0: don't know but, but they had
1: this fucked all the way up like what the fuck so now they're like yeah i to get off the plane and they're like yeah so the next plane won't be here for three fucking hours so now it's another three hours in the Denver fucking airport. Oh, and I don't have my hoodie because I fucking left my hoodie in the fucking room. And, and, oh, by the way, them fuckers still ain't caught me back on my fucking hoodie. Hell somebody um, else got my hoodie. Luckily, only cost me chilling. like twenty. Fuck it. He, exactly. So whatever the case may be, we made it back safely. Yes, we did. Um, it was raining when I got back. I was not happy about that shit. It was raining. I forgot about that. Fucking rain. Um... But whatever the case may be, um, the other adventure, and I don't get too much there, so I'm going to let y'all know now. I told my brothers, fuck you at the beginning of this podcast. I'm going to give y'all a heads up. There's probably going to be an episode of this fucking podcast where niggas going to be on here. I'm warning everybody now. I'm not responsible for anything that happens on that fucking podcast. I'm giving this disclaimer <laughs> right now. Whenever that episode happens, it is not my fault. I refuse to be held accountable for anything them niggas say or do. I don't own them niggas. I don't know them niggas if they say some crazy shit. I'm so just am just, just know. Just know. Just know. Because these niggas already told me they're taking over my podcast, and I'm just gonna sit by them, like I don't know these niggas. That's the, I ain't part of this shit. They this is basically, they're essentially using my equipment. It's, it's essentially <laughs> what's gonna happen. This. Um, but whatever the case may be. Um, as you know, it was a holiday. Um, while we were um, and um, it was well, it was two holidays. Um, depending on which ones you celebrate. So it was Easter weekend. Man, so, I actually forgot about Easter, low key. Right. It was Easter weekend. Um, but. And for us being in California, the probably we're really focused on was um 420. We did you focus on for? 420. Um and so as you if you don't know, if you haven't been in California, it's legal there. And I mean like all the way legal. So all you gotta be is be of age, 21 or older, and you can go buy weed. Or any or any other marijuana-based product from a dispensary. And they are dispensaries. Every fucking where, yeah. Um, and these shits is like any other store. Like, if you going in the fucking electronics, the Best Buy, are you trying to buy a TV? Them niggas know every detail. I about to say that shit. Is they gonna they gonna tell you what you need. The to Apple know. Store, right? It's like, Especially hey. when we went to like the gene. You had the Genius Bar, basically. Dude was Nipped telling us room. like, yo, what you trying to do? All right, well, based on that, you need to do this. Stay away from this. Um, he had the the phrase. Apparently, most people more people have heard than I thought. Yeah. Um, the indica means in indica the couch. um couch. Yes, um, which I can attest is true. Yeah
0: I know too, too like that's honestly why I had stopped smoking when I did because it was just like I would always be knocked the fuck out I'm like I can't live my life I just <laughs> and so I was just like no I'm good like I ain't had no tolerance for this shit I just like I tapped out gracefully I'm good I stopped a long time ago and then like I'm like damn went in the fucking store and learned so much I'm like okay so all I need to do is stick to this cool,
1: cool. yeah and so I'm just gonna give you, I'm not gonna go into detail about what happened, but I'm just gonna give you a heads up and just kinda give you a warning. My dumb ass, so I bought nothing but edibles. So I'm just gonna be clear. Nah, I, that's all I bought. I ain't bought any bought edibles. I bought a bunch of shit. Yeah, I realize I don't like smoking either. I um, don't I like pizza. yeah So yeah. So my dumbass decides: okay, I'm thinking, hey it's nothing major I could, I can, I can be fine so I had you know sativa had indica different company so in my dumb ass I ate two sativa gummies two indica gummies and a, uh, a indica um, cookie and I'm just gonna let you motherfuckers imagine what the fuck happened and I'm gonna leave it at that I'm gonna save that for one of my brothers on the podcast cause those niggas can tell you word for word what happened because I ended up texting them the entire time it was going on <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but all in all, um, Coachella was a good experience. Um, it was a um, good, you know, a lot of good shows, a lot of good performers, for sure. Absolutely, um, a lot of fucking walking it's a shit ton of walking like honestly it's like if you're going to coachella
0: fair warning be you know prepared well trained as if you're going to attempt a triathlon it is a lot of motherfucking walking and dust and dirt like literally like i I know the air quality in california is historically bad but literally i could not take a deep breath the whole time i was there and a bitch got asthma and so it's just not conducive to my condition I'm literally was just like, mm, nope, nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing. It was just fucking sad. I'm like, as soon as I got off the plane when I got home, I was like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because the shit
1: got rough. You stupid. Okay. It so, got like, fucking rough. So, yeah, um, definitely a lot of fucking dust. A um, few surprises. When we got there, I think the first person we saw, Jaden, was performing, and Will Smith yeah, popped up with him. Myth, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a few things happened. It was a, it was a good yeah, weekend. Yeah, bought out
0: Kanye. They yeah. did damn near the whole Kissy Ghost album.
1: Did they?
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know it, but I'm assuming that those are the songs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she liked it. It was one of the few. It was one of the like three albums. I think of that whole little run. That there, whole run, yeah.
0: I think I heard Kissy Ghost was straight. Yeah, Kissy
1: Ghost was good. Of course, Push's album was good, and I think
0: yeah, Push's album was good. Obviously, I can't remember who else. Was I like that. Tiana's
1: album. too. Tiana's, yeah. Tiana was one of the other ones I liked. Oh, um, yeah. I think it was those three. Those three were the three that I was like, I really fucked with. Um, but yeah, so um, made it back from Coachella. Um
0: it definitely was interesting seeing the whole Kanye thing well because um, it was definitely a uh, cultural difference thing because the white people had no idea what Sunday service was yeah
1: so um, for people that don't know Kanye Kanye (laughs) who's been doing his Sunday services um, for the last few months um, where you know he has a choir and they're performing all these songs combination of church songs combination of his songs making them into church versions blah 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 whatever or other songs for that matter Mm -hmm. Um, he's been doing it for a few months and so they ended up getting booked for Sunday um, uh, Easter morning at Coachella.
0: It was actually so, lit. He brought out Tiana. It, it, gr- it was a pretty... I,
1: I didn't go because I wasn't getting up that fucking early. Um, but my sister and my um, her, um, her two best friends went and um, it looked like it was good. I watched it. I watched a live of screen on YouTube from my from the fucking couch bed. <laughs> but uh looked like it was really hype. Um, what I didn't realize is that Mountain, they built that shit a week before. Really? Yeah, that wasn't there. They oh. built that now. That the whole thing was built the week before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because okay. I saw, a, 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 like a, a, a like, you know, the fast yeah. motion. Yeah. Somebody posted that. Yeah. They actually built that shit the week oh, before. Oh, damn. That shit, that shit did not exist before that.
0: That's crazy. All okay. right. Shout yeah, that was him. all built. Yeah. But yeah, the, the Sunday service was good. Honestly, like I said, it was cool. It felt like, you know, praise and worship segment at a church. It, he brought out Tiana, Ty dollar signs. Um, Chance think, was there. Yeah, Chance was there. I want to say somebody else came up, but I can't remember. Anyways, it was really good. What was funny was leaving and all the salty ass lesser melanin-infused people that was just so confused. They're like, that wasn't even a Kanye concert. He only performed like three songs. I'm just like...
1: It wasn't meant to be and they clearly missed the whole saw. Sunday services thing. And
0: Google really is your friend. Like, it, you could literally find out any motherfucking thing because it would have just said Kanye. It wouldn't have said Sunday service. But, you know...
1: Especially, specifically um, performing Easter morning.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm like.
1: Uh, like church... Yeah, but, you know, I don't know if they... It was the whole point was do people couldn't Eastern be... like we do Easter. Oh, I assume they do. They, they're, they you know, they're really big into their, you know, you know, Christian or Catholicism and all the other stuff they do. Mm. So I'm assuming they do it the same way. I don't know if they necessarily dress up like we do. Or like, that's yeah. their, like, it's not like a big thing like that. But I'm That's, sure.
0: what, I'm, that's what I mean.
1: Like, like yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a that thing, thing. But I think as far as the church thing, I
0: think Yeah, I know same. they do, that's, like, all that, like, the Lent Like, all the time, like, I want like, to do, they do, like, the, like... Cause, I mean, in a black church, Easter is like a fucking spectacle. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm just like, is it
1: yeah, like that? You see, that? It's, Easter is just is like the that one time you see people you ain't seen in years, and they yeah. show up. I-
0: that's how I was with my ex like he only had to go to the church on my like Easter and one other day like that was his parents rule kind of thing like yeah. like
1: oh go get you oh, yeah. shoot, don't shoot that was only one of the few times I saw him go to church was that that was yeah. the only time I ever saw him go to church was like for Easter or something yeah. uh, you know uh-huh. um, but no so yeah a lot of people weren't satisfied with that part but other than that like I said I was like, it was fun it was know? it was a good time and you yeah, had people you know it's always people cynical and I get, I get a lot of people don't like Kanye right now and I get it I totally get that But he would say, oh, it looked like it was a cult. And I'm yeah, like, I heard this too. And I'm like,
0: I'm um, like, so is any time people are dressed alike or what? Have you ever seen a choir? Like, I just it, have a lot the, of This is
1: the combination of them dressed alike and also being being all religion of some kind.
0: Oh, I mean, that's what the combination. Okay. Of but I like, mean, that's what choirs. That's what choir. Uh, I, I know, <laughs> but
1: apparently, it's it's the Kanye okay. thing. Okay. Really yeah,
0: and I know people too. were mad about him selling church clothes. But I know they
1: were mad because everybody he had, like, was selling merch.
0: He had booths. Yeah, but people, I guess, because he said it said the booths like only booths search said church clothes. Yeah, people was mad
1: about that. They were selling it in the merch tent too oh, right. which about this fucking merch tent so you know i'm gonna buy some shit. i'm thinking I, what i'm really looking for is like cheap little souvenirs they don't sell that shit at coachella ain't no such thing so they have this giant tent giant tent and it says merch So I'm thinking, hey, they might have merch, they might have shirt, they might have all kinds of stuff in here. I'm thinking, mind you, the line is long as shit. So I jump in this line, I'm thinking, yeah, I should, you know, hopefully, because I'm waiting for the next person, the person I'm waiting for is going to be an hour before they perform. So I'm thinking, hey, I got time, I should be able to get in this line, out of this line. I'm thinking once you get in the door, you're in. Nah it's a fucking half hour to get in the fucking building and then once you're in the building it's another half hour to get to the front what the fuck and then when you get up there you realize that no it's not regular merch uh, like the stuff you would think like a souvenir tent no this is just artist merch coachella merch all this shit is either 30 40 or 60 dollars, or 80 or more depending on what it is what the you fuck this shit, the, the, two, right. the two things I bought cost me 90 fucking dollars it was a t-shirt and a fucking hoodie motherfuckers <laughs> so yeah that, would, that, that was um yeah but a lot of people complaining it's like whatever it, it, when it comes to Kanye I get he's a very polarizing person especially nowadays so I get people are just gonna find ways to reasons to complain about whatever he does at this point um but I'm not about to sit here and, and go back and forth people about that shit is what it is like you know if you either like him or you don't like I don't have to like him or like his degree his politics or whatever he believes in or anything um I can still judge him off of you know his music, and that's really all I focus on at this point. Um, and it's like he still says things I agree with. I don't necessarily agree just Trump shit, but you know it is what it is. So Coachella was real. So came back to a few things. So this is actually an older thing, but I saw this came up. This is actually happened before you went to Coachella, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit. And I figured this is something that you are big on as far as like because you know some of the things i know you did in college as far as some of the organizations you were part of and things and whatever so there was a lot of controversy because it was like i think it was like a month ago maybe where there was a picture floating around of Gabriel Union and D-Wade's son mm-hmm. both his sons and his youngest son they were at the Pride Parade
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of people were like how the fuck why y'all y'all pushing this kid to be gay how he a kid how he know he gay that's so wrong and I'm like because mm-hmm. these are the same people that believe this whole gay agenda bullshit yeah oh, really I, I've, I've,
0: I've come across some of those
1: the gay agenda um, yeah the gay agenda because guess what it don't fucking exist
0: It definitely doesn't exist um, but You can't really tell niggas that No
1: Because they think everything is Oh shit They're trying to make us gay And apparently they don't know how That shit work apparently You clearly don't understand sexuality So I clearly can't talk to you Because your brain cells do They're stupid So whatever the case may be a lot of people were complaining about them supporting this young man or this young man however i think he's like 12 or 13 years old at this point um but they're saying how can he know if he's gay or not how can you how can you push this on him kind of making it seem like they're the bad guys for supporting this young man on his journey or whatever the case may be on him figuring out who he is um my thing is this and i saw comments that spoke to this how was when you start liking girls, or mm-hmm. and vice versa? How old was it was when you like start start and you like um girl um boys, like you can't you were when you're a heterosexual it's okay for you to start liking boys and girls and right. asking hey will you do you like me yes or no when you're five six seven years old absolutely but this twelve or thirteen year old boy is not okay for him to understand and know that he likes. He's 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 homosexual.
0: Yeah, because twelve or thirteen. Was that fucking middle school? Yeah, y'all niggas are wilding. Like
1: people, man. People like, have boyfriends like, and girlfriends in elementary school. But no, but it's it's okay if you got a boyfriend and girlfriend as long as you're straight.
0: I no, com- yeah. I understand the you know the contradiction for sure. Oh yeah. I'm just saying, like realistically, that's the, also the point I was gonna look at. Like, but what when did you start liking figuring out that you were straight? It's the same thing. Like, it's not no aha moment. It's like you're attracted to who you're attracted to. And then you deal with the feelings. That's kind of how it happens to anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, wow, I like them. You know what I'm saying? And regardless of who it is, gender aside, everything else aside, it's just like, oh, I like this person. And then just it goes from there. And you have to, when you're younger, you deal with those feelings. Like, oh, damn, I like this person. Because when you are when you are super young, it's like everybody has fucking cooties. It don't matter who it is. It's like, oh, the boys or girls, like, yuck. And then it's like, oh. They're not and so that's literally how mm-hmm. it goes for everybody because I know it's the same way for vice versa when young boys it's like oh girls are gross or <laughs> you know whoever until they don't but that starts so young like I remember being in elementary school and like I said and people were liking each other and dating so that happens at an early age and since sexuality in itself is fluid that can go either way you know what I'm saying and just like we're not going to ignore you know even people who are sabiosexual or bisexual or anything like that you could wake up and be like damn like but you, I'm Sure, that's an even that's a crazy feeling too to be like, damn, I like, I think she's pretty, but I also think he's handsome. Like that's all of these right. are feelings that you deal with and you just have, and we all deal with them in different ways, but they should all be accepted across the board, whether you're liking someone of the opposite sex or you're liking someone of the same sex, or you like both. You still feelings you have to deal with when you're younger because those things happen naturally. You have to think about when people go through puberty, how old people are when they start touching themselves. Like all of these different things play into the point of attraction and growing up. It's just something that happens. It's, I'm so tired of this whole gay no, agenda thing.
1: It's no different. Um, for example, when um, the one of the first episodes of Empire, when he threw him in the, in the kid in the trash can.
0: Yeah,
1: he was he was wearing his mom's stuff. Like that's essentially how you people sound. It's, oh no, this kid's broken. Or no, why are you supporting that? I said it's no different because my thing is what usually happens in those situations. If a kid even 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 feigns some type of femininity or whatever, oh no, we gotta fix him. Oh no, we gotta he needs to be closer to God. Exactly. Or or no, we need to buy him all these manly toys. We gotta get this shit out of him.
0: It's so and it's and that goes across everything because it doesn't even just affect and traumatize the young boy or the young lady that is homosexual it traumatizes men in general because now that's why you have so so many men that are cold and think that they can't feel or cry because we condition in all this like super fucking toxic ass masculinity. And I know that's a buzzword right now, but realistically it's a thing, regardless if you want to acknowledge it or not. And that's really what it is. It comes down to, like that's, we do that to all men, you know what I'm saying? And all women too, you know what I'm saying? It it goes the same way for women who grow up that don't exactly want to adhere to femininity standards. It's the same thing. you're not gonna force me in a dress. I, was, I grew up as a tomboy because men were dominant in my household. You know what I'm saying? My mom was sick. I grew up with brothers and my dad. My dad wanted nothing more for me to be in a fucking dress. It's not like he was pressuring me because he still bought me pants, you know what I'm saying? And oversized t-shirts because that's what the fuck I wanted to wear. I did not become like super girly until like high school, maybe college because it was just like, Man, women's clothes are fucking uncomfortable (laughs) first of (laughs) all, fuck that shit. But it's just like at the end of the day, it's like we force those standards on everybody. Like, oh my God, she dressed like a nigga. No, she's dressed how the fuck she wants to dress. Flat the fuck out you know what I'm saying and it's just like and vice versa it should not you should be able to do what the fuck you want I think that's like I'm a super liberal person I market myself as that I've been that my entire life and luckily we were blessed enough to grow up in a, a liberal household that was even our mom was super religious she still managed to train us and teach us and relate to us to mind our fucking business and just accept people and love people for who the fuck they are and I appreciate my parents for that because I can imagine growing up in a uh, kind of like mindset to just be so judgmental and hateful. Like, I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine being that close minded You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad is like the man of all fucking men, masculine as possibly can be, and he still don't give a fuck about who you love, what you do. Like, he's not about to sit here and... Gay bash or feel any kind of way, he accepts every motherfucking body, and you can't tell me that it ain't a man. Like he yeah. don't give a fuck.
1: Like he's the ultimate like. But we just man. grew up in a
0: very ex- but he's accepting very, he's a very... household, and I am blessed for that because y'all in close minded niggas are fucking pitiful.
1: I yeah, it's it's crazy because I always think about that. It's Like I remember I, I think I you know, I was joking. I said I think I texted her one. I texted you one time, and I was, and it was a random thought, and I was like. We probably have more, like, gay people in our family than the average family. I don't even... Even if we wanted to be, like, um, homophobic, I don't think we could have been.
0: Yeah. And, and,
1: and, and, and like, you could Because you could have went one way or the other.
0: And but, it shows. And the reason right. why I say it shows a lot, too, because some people... If you don't, you know, people can't relate to stuff that doesn't affect them. That's true. So, and it's a difference. And it's a difference between someone being like, it is levels, it's like sexuality is fluid. Homosexuality and acceptance is also fluid. Like as far as like homophobia, rather and sexual and all that stuff is fluid too. Because there's some people who are just like, I don't care, but I don't want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if people that are just like, there's you have people that's like, oh, you're gonna burn in hell. That's disgusting. Change. And then you have people that are more accepting. Like it's a it's a definitely a spectrum to this shit. And I feel like. When I talk to other people, they're not always like, I have people, because I'm definitely not going to fuck around with nobody who's discriminatory in any way. But when it comes down to, I know I have people in my life that are just kind of like, they don't have a dog in a fight. So their kind of mindset is just like, I mean, I don't care, but I understand why some people do. and Even that to me is a little problematic, but I do know people like that. But it's like, and that's what I'm saying, it's a huge difference because to me, it that does affect me. You know what I'm saying? So some people are like, oh, why are you so passionate about homosexual issues? And like, because that's a direct correlation to my life, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about my brother or my cousins or anything, or my aunties, or whoever the motherfucking case it may be, like that directly affects me. So so I care about how you, as a homo, you know, a heterosexual person, homophobe, is infringing on their rights. Right. Like that affects me. You know what I'm saying? It affects me when I see people getting murdered or you know hate crimes and all that shit like that. Like that affects me because it directly affects the people I fuck with, the people in my life, and people that I love. You might not understand, and you can have that relaxed view of it if you're like, oh yeah, I mean, gay people are cool, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see that shit why are they holding yeah, it's hands like, like, it's I'm like, my thing that.
1: is like we have this thought process that okay well it's not okay like the whole like you said we talk about that they, people talk about this whole agenda and they talk about like, talk about all oh, these TV shows are trying to push gay people blah 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 and I'm like y'all do realize that's not how it works mm-hmm. my thing is if we are in a process right we're in the, when the air especially for black people and black people are some of the most homophobic people in the world.
0: You already know for sure.
1: Um, a lot of that has to do with religion and a lot of things like that, and just and and this fear, and and, and on some levels, it is warranted that the fear that there is an attack on the male, the black male, which. It, it, in some ways, there has been in society. It, that's that's not an un that's not an untrue statement. But now the thought is, oh no, they're attacking us with making us gay, which is the dumbest mm, shit. I
0: have a associate. That is the
1: dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Because you clearly don't understand how sexuality works. You don't just watch something on TV and be like, oh, you know what? That empire show is really good. I think I'm going to try a dick now.
0: Right. i f- Like, that does not happen.
1: That's not that's not the way that shit works. So my thing is, if people say, well, you're exposing these kids to stuff. I said, you people expose kids to heterosexual shit all, that's all the what fucking I time, will never and it's not understand. a fucking problem. But that's
0: the thing with one sided narratives. People take, they pick and choose. People, religious people do it with the Bible. People do it with all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Any kind of argument where you just nitpick the little details, even on skewed research. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm a nerd. Even with any kind of thing, you take the stuff that applies and pushes the agenda you want it to, yeah. and you use that. It's the same thing. Like, so it's like, no one is like, oh, well, this gay kid was born of a heterosexual relationship. And it's just like, but damn, how did that happen when he saw nothing but straight interactions and in couples in their whole life? How did that happen? But y'all used to argue the same way. Oh, they're going to see gay shit, they're going to want to be gay. No, that doesn't make any sense because why is it only one sided? That doesn't make any sense because no one wants to think like that because it doesn't like, push oh, their yeah, narrative. See gay forward. stuff.
1: I'm gonna be gay. Yeah.
0: But if I see heterosexual
1: stuff, didn't sure work. And
0: the that's the life. thing people don't understand because it's like representation is so important, and that's really all it
1: is. And that's the thing. Like we we preach representation in the black community about seeing our mm-hmm. own people and our own faces on TV and movies and things like that. Well, the same thing applies to um, um gay people, heterosexuals, For lesbians. Sure. Like they want to see themselves as well because at the end of the day, they're people just like you.
0: And it's ironic. And this was, I guess, a shit. Now, damn. I guess I'm. Getting fucking old. But when I was in college, it was ironic because, like, my uh, university was very much into pushing the diversity narrative. Mm-hmm. They were very much into diversifying a college campus like that. And so it was like they were, I mean, it was a little bit some racism, you know, towards black people. But it's ironic that they were so big into pushing diversity, but it's kind of like, it was still a lot of places that chose not to serve homosexual people, chose not to want them in their establishment, all that welcomed them into their establishment, all kind of stuff like that. And it was just like, okay, like, so, like, we're going to be diverse, but nigga, we picking and (laughs) like Mm. it was just crazy because it's just like in that little small ass predominantly white town it was just like oh, okay yeah we cool diversity but not your gay ass and they're just like wait what like okay that's interesting it was just really weird how that was going like and it's so much i mean obviously this was like what circa 2008 2012 so it might be a little better i hope so <laughs> but it was just like at that time it was literally people like complaining about not being able to go somewhere and get food service. And it's just like, what the, which is why I know when I was there, I, I don't even know if this organization is still there, but it was an organization for um, queer people of color that I had started on campus when I was there. I don't know if it's still going actually, cause I mean, I graduated from 12, I'm old, okay. But <laughs> I started the organization when I, before I left. Um, so, because we needed, we needed resources, and we needed a safe space, and we needed all these things for gay people because it just did not exist there.
1: Right, and and the thing, is, the thing is that she's not gay, but right. the point is she sees, like she said, it affects her because it affects people she cares about. And right. She loves and to see people that she cares about and love not get afforded the same freedoms and opportunities that she is, just because she is heterosexual, right. absolutely, and, they're not,
0: and I got so many hate mongers in my comments when I was doing it. Like, and this is before trolls were a thing, but these motherfuckers definitely trolling me because it was like people that I really knew in real life, but it was just like, cause I was promoting events and promoting meetings and things on my page when I was attending school. And it was just like, and this girl, clearly the shit says q queer people of color. And the girl was like, what's this? And I'm like, q people of color. And she's like, are you gay? And I'm like... I was just about to say that. That's no, f- sis. I'm just minding my black ass business. I'm like, no, I'm an ally. The
1: first, the first comment, especially as a black man, if I defend or make comments about how there is no gay agenda or y'all... Tra- anytime I take the side of... The OBGTQ uh, community... People do that shit with you. I... Oh, you gay can Are you gay? My, matter of fact, one of our cousins told me that shit. Are you gay cuz? No, nigga! But I have people who are close to me, including your fucking cousin, who's gay. And so, yes, I'm not going to sit here and, discrim- and and not defend his right to be who he is while you motherfuckers have every fucking right under the sun. I said... And especially heterosexual black people, y'all, y'all literally the white men of the fucking black community.
0: Man, I literally have that argument with people all the time because I'm just like, black men are so incredibly discriminatory against shit. It don't make no motherfucking sense because, like, actually, like I said, one of my associates, he's definitely one of those gay agenda people, and you know, I was just like, I don't understand why we fighting for them, and it's just like they got more shit than we did in a short amount of time.
1: I don't care. It's not because my thing is now it's like a race of who was uh,
0: yeah, like. Who was, who
1: who was treated worse.
0: I do, th- I, I have that conversation with people all the time, like, cause I do it in life too. Cause you know, you, I'm, I'm sure you've all, Kenny, you probably can attest to this, had someone that literally was like, uh, whose life is more fucked up person, where you like, oh, yeah. man, yeah, like I'm kind of fucked up by I and they're like, man, <laughs> yeah, well I, I ain't know. got shit, I broke my leg I lost my job, I got one eye and it's like, nigga, we not talking about you, like, chill, like, that's kind of like that, them,
1: I had that person I don't I know, it's a person. one
0: uh, one lower cause I was, it's not a one upper, it's like a, it's like y'all wanna have a battle, I'm not I tell people that all the time, like, I'm not about to have a, whose life is more or a fucked up
1: battle with you. Why like, we not about to do that? Because that shit is, is stupid. Is it, it at the end of the day, regardless of history, is it right or wrong? Right,
0: flat Simply the fuck put, out. Simple. Right
1: or wrong? Do you is it right for these people to be treated a certain way? And that's the
0: thing. It, co- it costs you nothing. I don't know.
1: It doesn't cost you a damn to thing. mind your
0: motherfucking if they, business? If they
1: get rights, it doesn't take away from yours.
0: Exactly. And that's what people don't understand. And that's the thing that's sad. It's like, they're
1: like, oh, it's just just a small amount of real estate. If you like them gay yeah. people, yeah why are people gonna get the short end of the stick man if you don't get the fuck out my face it's like bro.
0: y'all and they about to come back through like okay well we got a little bit of rice to hand out and so who gonna take them the rice are first come first serve <laughs>
1: Like, like, nobody
0: said that, bitch. Chill.
1: You gotta these relax. these niggas, that, like,
0: it's a fucking ration. They do, I'm saying. They, they said, said like, the rights is first come, first serve. Like, so you, you like, wanna vote? Okay, well, you can't vote. So y'all wanna get married? Okay, well, you can't get married. Then. You wanna go to school? Okay, well, these niggas can't go to school. Like, no one's doing this. Y'all gotta fucking chill. Like, no one's rationing out the rights and the benefits of being whoever the fuck. Just mind your fucking business. Mind the business that pays you. Let people do whatever the fuck they wanna do and whatever makes them happy as long as it's not, you know, affecting anybody else. And you keep pushing.
1: Uh, unfortunately, and this is a ongoing um, thing. So I want to kind of lighten things up. Well, for, um, I want to lighten things up a little bit. We want to talk about. You know, they say um, imitation is the greatest form of fl- flattery. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just blatant, and it uh, and when it's blatant, I have to call it out. <laughs> And now, like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, am gonna preface this by, by reminding people I am not a member of the Beehive. I by any stretch yeah. of the imagination I am not. But, but I am also not one of those people that has to make it a point to let you know. That Beyonce ain't great or all the other shit. Yeah, because I cannot be a member of the Beehive and still recognize that she's fucking amazing And what she does. And if you can't recognize that, you're literally just being a hater for no reason. Flat out. Like yeah. that's just to be honest. I just 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 it's just like for people that say they don't they don't like they don't like Jay Z. You may not like Jay Z, but you cannot tell me he is not. Fucking, yeah. one, like
0: People really be trying to hate on but it's okay. They Andre. always do. We're above the bullshit. Yeah, we people. We, we talk about all the time, <laughs> and we are
1: just tired. Like people, like I don't get it, but you know. So whatever the case may be, um most people, if you did not see Beyonce's Coachella performance you last may year
0: called Mayotella. you
1: may have. <laughs> <laughs> seeing the recent Homecoming documentary which documented said the Coachella performance from last year. And literally the week later. mayo Billboard Awards. The opening act is Taylor Swift. And what does Taylor come out and do? Taylor comes out with a fucking marching band dressed in pink
0: same just mayo yeah.
1: and caucasity like just making that shit whiting that shit all the way up now <laughs> people say well no she's not even one of our friends tried to say I don't see it but I'm like how can you not see she biting yeah I'm she like, did something
0: like that similar when she came out with lemonade she yeah, did something did something like like yeah she did something like that
1: with a Formation type thing she did it's not the first time and you know just rem- and I just want to I'm going to say this Kanye warned you niggas. (laughs) Kanye definitely warned you. Kanye tried to warn you niggas about her. Y'all niggas may get mad at him. Oh, the innocent girl. The innocent white girl. And I don't understand that because I I like... Well, I fuck
0: with Kanye. Well, I don't know about now. But at that point in time, I did fuck with Kanye. And um... He didn't say anything wrong. That was before we lost that nigga. But like uh... At the... I used to like... Well... (laughs) I listen to some of Taylor Swift's music. I do think she's a terrible person. I don't know why, but something about her rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, she milked like like,
1: her. She milked her. Yeah, out. she milked.
0: She literally she benefited like a motherfucker. Because like, She was popular, but she was nowhere she, near nowhere as fucking near popular as before popular that kind she of thing. After so that. she definitely played white damsel in distress. I imagine her taking the role of the lady who lied on Emma Till. Yeah. She decided to just literally live in that shit and play victim for a very long time long time until that became her narrative. And now she's deciding to bite off Beyonce. I don't know what it is. And a lot of people was feeling some kind of way, like, cause even one of my, um, more conservative friends was like, oh, I don't understand what's the same thing. Like, if anything, Beyonce bit off Gwen Stefani because she was been using bands and she did the bananas and shit.
1: just not <laughs> like
0: the that, same. and I'm just like, it is not the motherfucking same thing. Like, first of all, y'all don't know what a drum on is. Second of all, that shit is um,
1: heavily
0: influenced but and if- done correctly in black culture and HBCUs, right. which.
1: Is, which is the kind of which the what was Beyonce's point of doing? That,
0: that was her was to whole bring thing. Her culture, right? To it. Exactly. So for
1: you to do it, even if it, even if you and she was bringing even, mayo. And my thing is this: even if I had this planned, once the homecoming documentary stopped, um dropped, I should have changed. You had time. You had time. You have the resources. So you know what? We're gonna do something different. Yeah. But no. You decided to go, and then you should have known that people were going to be like, hold the fuck up, bitch. Right. People already don't like you. Like we, like, but
0: that's the thing. Why like, people love her? So I, I guess.
1: And the thing is, and, and yeah, it's like I had the conversation before when we was talking about Lil Nas X, because the country people have a, no problem with her poppy ass songs being on the country tracks Right, but right,
0: right. With,
1: that's a good point. Cause she don't make none. She don't make none like she, she
0: like her, not, her first couple her... songs had a little twang in them. Ever since that bitch grew up and started fucking everybody, she ain't had a twang left.
1: She got John Mayer dick, and she was like, I'm good. Nah, nah, fuck all that. No no
0: country here. She been She best out from singing country music. I'm like, what? No oh, I ain't seen that fucking guitar. I ain't seen shit. No nope. long ass motherfucking time. But yeah, I mean, just, it is what it is. It was kind of one of those things where I was just like, oh, girl, okay. And I just kept it pushing, like, it was more, honestly, the people on social media was more irritating than her fucking performance. And I'm just like, girl, okay, shut up. I didn't even, honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie, I really didn't figure about Taylor Swift. I had one of her albums, it was really good, it was red. That was several years ago, cause I was definitely in college. And um that's literally it. I I mean I fuck with her. She cool, but no. Nah, Sus. Yeah, yeah, I didn't nah. even know she was still making music. To be honest, I thought they finally let her ass die. <laughs> but they didn't,
1: apparently. Well, she's still that great white hype. You know, she replaced uh Katy Perry, so.
0: Oh yeah, yeah what happened to Katy Perry? Yeah, they was beat. Katy
1: Perry's last movie, last video mute album didn't do too well. She tried too hard to go mainstream. She had the mugos on the song. It was it was oh, I forgot about it. Yeah, it was just all bad. Just didn't really. She work She tried
0: out. to do a whole like little. She didn't watch your antics. Like you came
1: out with the dragon zord that one time. It was just too much.
0: She was trying. Right. She was trying to take that uh, that Molly treatment for a second. And, um. <laughs> that was yeah. like that video of her performing with amigos and it was just like
1: oh this yeah, it train was just, wreck. it was like she was doing a robot but it was like messed up it was it like was a broken just robot all bad. it was kind of all like it was just all fucking just weird so yeah she, they, she's kind of in the in the in the, in the limbo, in limbo right now she's in limbo so um Mm. But one tour, one concert, one performer. I like, say, so there's a um, so Backstreet Boys are trying to convince Justin Timberlake to do um to um to do an insane tour with them.
0: That would be dope, man. Like do you the- understand? Like, it would be printed like, like the Millennium Tour with white boy Band. Right. They need to get 98 be, degrees. They
1: would get, but just them two together? Oh, yeah. No,
0: I'm saying they, same, but they be, need to have some
1: smaller ass. Right, smaller, like 98 degrees, fucking O-Town.
0: <laughs> they have Blink-1, <laughs> Just because I feel like they was all at the same time. I'll fuck with them. They
1: used to make fun of them. Right. Um... So AJ, apparently AJ McClain is trying to convince Justin to do it.
0: Justin feel like he's too big. This is the same reason why I feel like Bow Wow wasn't at the On the Millennium Tour. Because he felt like he yeah, was but, too big. But well, Justin
1: literally has success after.
0: I mean, yeah. Bow Wow I mean, is. Besides, besides when his ass started running in the woods. And why, like, yeah, he was kind of like, like, But he had know. three albums of good work yeah, before that. Yeah, so. no, yeah no, for and sure. And
1: he can still come back from that. You know, he could come, come back. And to be fair, Pharrell and Lynn both worked on that album. I still don't understand how it was so bad.
0: I don't even I didn't I, even listen I, to
1: it. It was
0: because uh, I think the it was just honestly the it but that's, was the
1: image and it's the, that's the timing. I was say that's
0: the thing though, what's so important nowadays is how relevant your rollout is.
1: And the and rollout that rollout out of so him, man in the
0: woods, everybody immediately thought like, Oh, okay, so he about to do that Miley shit and go back to his people. Right. Like and that's the exactly people that thought that The people didn't even listen to that shit because they right. Were like Right. And they didn't the take the it account that
1: it was before oh, and Timbaland both working on the album. But people were just but thinking, people just like, as soon as they that's what
0: I'm saying. The rollout out was so bad. Cause that's that what he was like, saying. Like, I gotta get back to my roots. I'm a country
1: boy. And we're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh bye, right. Justin. Yeah, we don't exactly even have time. Not. People people heard Country Boy and they said, Oh, you yeah. about to be a redneck oh okay. Your roots,
0: because that's there. He he literally used the same PR person and writer that Molly Cyrus used. Yeah. So, and yeah, we was just was. like, oh, okay, well, you can go back. Cause she didn't yeah. left, she didn't she left. Mike Will made it and left that nigga where the fuck he was making it at. <laughs> and she got the fuck on. <laughs> She got yeah, right the fuck on, it got was, her man back, and was like, "I'm done with these niggas, babe. Yeah, I'm done." It was,
1: it was not, yeah, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best choice. <laughs> um, but I, I hope he does it because I felt like that would, be because I remember I would go. a few months ago. I watched. I just happened to be up one night and it was the Backstreet Boys and the New Kids on the Block tour, and it was, it was they was performing in, in UK. And that was a good ass show, and I didn't expect it. The Backstreet Boys actually can still sing. Oh, um, okay. not sleep on.
0: Aj um. can't sing. Well, He's not been doing drugs. He is essentially the white KC uh, or Joe, what is it? which one is that JoJo? Yeah. Whatever one. Which one is? That? It's JoJo? KC. Okay. Ex- it's Casey. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's essentially KC. from. Casey. He's the white version.
1: Like, yeah, he he wasn't <laughs> looking to. Like, he can't, so he never could really sing that well. But like Brian and Nick, they
0: still were. Uh... Yes, they can get by Aaron Carter too. It's so, okay.
1: Okay, so it was a really good show. Even the fact that the best people, I mean, the even new if they had the some body. of the
0: women, nigga, that would be some of dope. They'd and good. Where is Mandy Moore? As get her ass off. This is us, and put her ass she's on doing, the stage. Her, her
1: acting career is taking off too much. She good. Yeah, I
0: mean, she's I she she actually on TV, have she real good. money, so I don't have to do with these measly coins that y'all are talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that. But that was a really good show. I was, I was surprised. But in the way they kind of mixed in, like how they mixed in their sets and kind of went back and forth.
0: Honestly, it would be dope, like a concert yeah. would actually but because like that Millennium tour was like that. Like I went.
1: I was, uh, and so first of all, and it I, was a mess. You went to you went to the Millennium tour. How was that?
0: It was good. It was it was very nostalgic. Like everything about it felt like a chicken head and a and a, and a heel toe. You know what I'm so saying? It was very very throwback. I was
1: just thinking about because I saw somebody post a picture from that week, and I'm thinking in my head, you. He I feel like you was too old to be going to Millennium tour when it was still the actual tour. Like I feel like you was too old back then. So why the fuck are you went to
0: show? Right. <laughs> it was, like, yeah, you're in like boy, no, I was in like middle school when what, B2K I was like. Okay, you mom. was in college. What the because f- I think that shit was 2004. I was definitely like middle school. Yeah. Elementary school. Like it I was not that old. Like that was my generation. I used to go to all the screen tours, Chris Brown tours, all I mean, Chris Brown was a little after that. But I used to go to all of that shit. Like, and that shit was just super nostalgic. Like seeing fucking Chingy and fucking Yin Yang twins nigga And then like realizing how many fucking hits they had. Mm-hmm. Nigga, every time they dropped a beat, it was just like Oh shit, like mm-hmm. just realizing how how dope that shit was. Like, that was a whole time, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. a,
1: a regular time, and that shit was amazing. That was that, that was that time we used to make, I used to make all them damn mix CDs. Right,
0: shit. shit, for real. Because <laughs> that was just so dope. I'm just like, this shit is crazy. Like, if, you really didn't even, you barely had time to sit down unless somebody, like, fuck around trying to perform something new
1: that.
0: <laughs> so, you just like... Oh, you just at the time for that. Right. I think We're Mario try to, to throw a couple new ones in there like, hey, We're about try- to be on Star. And we answer that, oh, bruh, okay? No, nigga. No. nigga, where's little Wayne? I can hear your heart crying <laughs> out for me, nigga. That's all we need to hear from you. Just a friend and braid braided that hair. That's it. We don't want to hear whatever the fuck is going on now, okay? They could have brought Sammy out. Where's little Zane? I need to hear hardball, nigga. Strike. <laughs>
1: like you know somebody somebody posted a picture um from the like people from hardball where they are now <laughs> cause a lot of people didn't realize I mean I guess if you paid attention you would know that Steelo O'Brien was in there cause that's like him and um him and that's why him and Michael B. Jordan have been friends so long oh okay like they grew they were friends and they went to the audition together and both got the movie hey,
0: and they've been best yes, friends ever since. I they forgot were like, Michael B. Jordan was in that motherfucker. yeah
1: they movie. were roommates they've been they were roommates at one point like that's why you are always together in every fucking picture cause would be like why the fuck is steelo with Jay-Z and them what the fuck you being here you ain't important go by, hey, and Rob. hanging mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, Rob needs you. For real. (laughs) Nigga, you ain't important. That shit is crazy. But, um,. But no, so we were talking about Beyonce and her performance being heavily influenced by HBCUs. And so there's been a conversation, a lot of conversation about HBCUs since then. It's been a new thing. So um, for people that don't know, you know, if you don't know historically um, black colleges and universities, um, two of the more prominent ones, you have Howard, you have Hampton, you have Spellman. There's a lot of them. And so... think somebody posted something about you parents who didn't save money for your kids to go to college and because or no don't make excuses of why you didn't I'm saying that the HBCUs was too expensive which is why you didn't and and just admit that you just didn't save money you didn't want to sacrifice for your kids to go to college and I'm like well I don't really agree with that because you could just not have the money um because I'm sure my mom and dad didn't save money for me and you Me and Chris they did for you um, but they didn't, like, when they first had me, they had no money for that shit. Right. So they, they, it took them to their third child to be able to save any money for anything for college and shit like that. Um, Like, they didn't have the no money for that shit. Um, and then she was taught, and my thing is this I don't know that HBCUs are that much more expensive than some PWIs. No, it's definitely
0: some PWIs. Especially if you want to go to a proper college, that's just expensive. Honestly, any university where you go, out of state is expensive
1: yeah because you gotta pay out of state I calls. mean
0: first, first of all actually no fuck that universities in general is too fucking, fucking expensive okay yeah. out of state is even more expensive and then private is even more expensive a lot of HBCUs are private yep so that's why they're more expensive and then on top of that it's just like I mean I mean it sets you up a failure, but that's, how I guess, the importance of scholarships and grants and stuff like that that's important, but I, I honestly, my parents would have supported me no matter what school that I went to, and I don't feel slighted at all, in my opinion, and I, I fuck with HBCUs. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Um, I encourage people to go to them if they want to, you know what I'm saying? And I think that my, experience, my college experience would have, compl- obviously, been different because I went to a PWI if I went to a HBCU but like I I commented on Will's status when he was saying that it's like my parents made a decision well my dad he's had a a adult because I mean I was what 16 17 making this decision and so he had a mature conversation with me and I respect that to me it depends on where you come from we are from Detroit I grew up in detroit i went to all predominantly african american schools i went to public school my and for high school and so my dad had a realistic adult conversation with me and was just like i want you to be in a position to see the world how it really is i don't want you to be grown getting the reality check you've been around black people your whole life and i think you need the experience of being a, to see the world how it actually is you're a fucking minority i mean obviously that's not what he said but i'm just saying just to sum up what he said that was a conversation he had with me like and on top of that he was not playing with my ass I mean and I don't blame him because it was his fucking money but he was also like the school that I was looking at one of the HBCUs I was looking at kept losing their accreditation he was like haha no you're not about to spend all this money get a degree and then it not be worth shit because I was looking at because ironically I went to Central Michigan and I was looking at Central State for a minute because I was deciding between Central State and North Carolina A&T cause I went on like two black college tours in high school. And I was assigned between Central State and North Carolina A&T. And then I decided not to go to North Carolina A&T because my my family are, is close. And so it was just like, that was just too far to be away from my people. And then, so when I was okay, Central State is Ohio. And when my dad did the research, it was like, they didn't lost their accreditation too many times, ha psych sister, you can find somewhere else.
1: Yeah. And so. And it's funny because when you say that, I don't even think me and Dare ever had that conversation, but I've literally had the exact same mindset any time anybody's ever asked me about Mm ECBC. My thought was always, I've been around Black people all my life. Mm -hmm. The reality is that I feel, I'm a a firm believer that college is, part of college is to prepare you for the real real world. world.
0: And 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 honestly, you can go either way too. Yeah. So like, 'cause so let's say you grew up in the suburb. If you and my right. kid, like, cause I know if I ever have children, I don't know, because it's running out of time. If a bitch decided to ever have kids, you know what I'm saying, and most likely they're gonna go to school with all white people, majority, majority at least. Um, I wouldn't be I would not be mad if my son decided to come to me, like, I wanna go to Morehouse. Or, you know what I'm saying, or my daughter like I wanna go to Spellman, or I wanna go to Howard, or I wanna go to Hampton, like I don't know why Hampton they rules is kind of weird. But anyways, like, <laughs> um, it' because I was looking at Hampton too, but they got a dress code and shit like that. I'm like, bitch, I got a sweatpants. You can wear sweatpants, you can wear scarves, can like all this like that. But Anyway, so like, um, if my child came to me like that, I would understand because at that point they've been around nothing but white people their whole life, right? So it's like I would want them to have that experience to really experience black culture. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a thing, like the stuff that people was experiencing in college at HBCUs. I got a lot. What? a lot of that in high school Yeah, like we had I went to uh, a, uh, I was in public school I, I went to like a, a school you had to test into and I was like that so it was the, the, the education was there but the culture was there we had a badass band they could play any motherfucking thing any hot song right there the dancers the experience like everybody in the crowd being hype for the band like I mean our team happened to be good too but a lot of HBCUs they team sucked. but <laughs> um <laughs> Our team was undefeated they year. But like, the band was badass. Like, all right, my band from high school traveled across the fucking country. They was going to China. They was doing all kinds of stuff because it was a dope-ass band. But they could play you any fucking thing. From the motherfucking Flight of the fucking Bumblebee, okay, to Pop, Lock, and Drop It. And I'm not even playing, okay? Literally, Pop, Lock, and Drop It because I graduated in 08, okay? So it was just like, it was a fucking experience. Like, the shit was hype as fuck. So it's like, I understand. And if I didn't have that experience in high school, I would... Craved it because when I went to the first time I went to a game in college, and that sad ass band was there. I was just like, "What? (laughs) What is this?" (laughs) I'm like, "What is this?" Talking about some. I'm like, "All right, now, okay." I'm happy I went to school (laughs) I went to school so I understand a little bit so I think it depends I think it's an even exchange I think you should have a combination of experiences and so I think me attending a PWI just opened my mind and my horizons a little bit so I'm not mad about my experience
1: yeah and I think that was the thing for me like I felt like I've been, like I said, I've been around black people. I'm not, I, I wasn't in a situation where I was craving being closer to my culture. I didn't mm-hmm. ever feel like I was disconnected from my roots or my, you know, from black culture. So I felt like it also, at the same time, so like you said, it's supposed to prepare you for the real world. And the reality is, the real world is not all black people. Hmm. That's literally the conversation and that That is me. literally, it's not. So it was never even a thought for me to say, I'm going to go to an all black college because. I feel like I'm just going to be around the same stuff that I've already been around and that's not going to open me up and then it's going to take longer for me to be exposed to the things I need to be exposed to. And I I feel like going to all-way college and being and and the thing is I grew up in a family that was even though we were very rooted in our black culture, we had all different types of people in our Mm -hmm. family. We have a fucking cousin who's Swedish right like there are all we have white cousins we have we have so many different diverse people in our family but still we are rooted in our black culture it's right, not yeah. there was never any de- like delineation from that it's always been there but at the same time within that you had all these different parts of my family so we were always exposed to different things so it was like the culture shock wasn't going to be as big a deal so the starting point of mm-hmm. going to a PWI wouldn't be a big deal because I'm not Going to have that because if you go to orientation they say it's going to be a culture shock for us, we already like I've been exposed to everything. You
0: know I was saying, and it really was. I was, I was thinking that too, and I had that conversation with a lot of people because we, hmm. I don't even know how to word it. We grew up in the city, but especially me. I think they, I think the boys were a little bit more open to do things than I were. I was so. I always tell people, like, straight up because people were like, oh, you were from Detroit, oh, what side, what hood? And I'm like, what morning side? <laughs>
1: um, because we
0: were like I was specifically extremely sheltered so like we didn't grow up in all super urban ass, even though we grew up in New Jersey we didn't grow up in a super urban household like I was saying that when I was I was saying to somebody like my parents cuss around me now but my parents didn't cuss around me around you like I've never heard I still to this day haven't heard my daddy say nigga
1: you know like, shit don't. like now he never said that
0: like he shit like that yeah. So he very
1: like, rarely said that. He cussed, but he very rarely said like, nah, like that. Like now he was drinking Hennessy,
0: but like they did drink like, like my my parents didn't drink for real. Like it was like I didn't find out until I was in high school that my my mama smoked. Like it was shit like that. Like we were, they were very much adults around us. Like now we don't give a fuck. We
1: like. Hey, what a what are we did, what are we what about? <laughs> You
0: know what I'm saying? But
1: it's like actually, our dad has become more of a nigga as he got older.
0: Yeah, old. no, <laughs> he, nigga, he's a to he's a show a nigga. <laughs> he's but nigga like we, we were we were younger, it was very. He's much like I raised my kids. I'm good. I'm about to pillar <laughs> a pillar, like because, was, you know, parent. And it's so it's like I've
1: been an upstanding guy. Yeah, so,
0: exactly. Like he was like an upstanding citizen. So it's just like we didn't really get. Uh, I didn't get a lot of it. like I said. I was really sheltered. So like we didn't grow up in a very urban environment. And then when well, we did do stuff, so. like I said, we lived in the city. But like every time we did anything, we left like restaurants and activities we traveled a lot we went on vacations every summer like so it's just like we got to experience a wide variety of things because i always tell people um my biggest culture shock was when i started working at my job now that was the first time i ever really been around some niggas like oh these niggas, like because it was i've been i went to school with people in, from fucking southfield and how and they're telling me i talk white you know what i mean i i, I got a little bit more niggery too now but <laughs> when i was 18 i was very bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and super sheltered and it was just like <laughs> No one ever believed I was from Detroit. I've had that conversation so many, so many times. I'm sick of the shit. I can literally like recite everything. Everybody questions. I answer questions for them. So you about to say this? Okay. No. Definitely from Detroit. No, I still don't know what hood I'm from. Unless you're talking about, I don't know, '94. Like I don't know. So it's just like that whole conversation. So it's just like.
1: I usually, when people would ask that, it got to the point where I feel like people knew what alter Row was. So
0: what was are saying, the hoods?
1: For our side of time, it's a little different, because I would say Harper. Like Harper area. I would say, for us, Harper, say, Harper-Cashew area, or, um...
0: I know, Warren. I think Warren. I'm pretty sure East Warren, Warren is a hood area. area.
1: But... So, hey, if you say East Warren, because, you know, back in the day, it was East Warren Posse. Ah, um, <sighs> look at that. uh Or, or like I said, you could say... Um, <laughs> you could say also Road, because people knew what skate Skateland was. Okay. So, if you said also Road, people would know what that was. All
0: right. Uh, I or people would know, know. what Chalmers
1: was they would know what Chals was. I'm so, yeah, you we would say shit like that. I'm
0: somewhere, so now I'm about to get my black car back. But my honestly, the only reason I, I knew that
1: shit in. is because I spent a lot of time on the west side with our cousins.
0: Yes, see, so y'all know shit about
1: the west being side. On the, being on the west side with Eddie and them, or Gavar and them, and shit like that, that's how I knew what hoods like was what from the west side. Yes, yes y'all be knowing shit
0: about the west side, except I know I'm not safe and I need to get back home.
1: That's all I'm going to And let a nigga from the west side tell you that are yeah. not safe on the east yeah, side. And they like, be saying nah.
0: the same shit.
1: Yeah. They say shit about us. they like, nah, nigga. Everything bad ever happened to me happened on the west side.
0: I was with somebody about that a couple of days ago at work and they were just like, I had <laughs> immediately they was like, where are you going to school? Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the West Side. You know, you had a normal, like, West Side, East Side conversation. And I was just like, Yeah, I was like, no, the wretched is west side. I'm like, it's just not safe for He was just like, well, no, the east side is worse. I was like, well, technically, if you think about it in population density, the west side is bigger and it's more people, so it's heavily populated, so the crime rate is higher. And he was just like, Where do you go to school? <laughs> You just just went on the tangent of my population fucking (laughs) density. We well, should have had a traditional east side west side argument, bitch. Not whatever the hell you' talking about. You can't because
1: it's not an intelligent argument. It's not. It's
0: and not. It, it's not. So really if you try to you inject
1: thing. intelligence into that argument and be like, nah, nigga. Right. I'm just like,
0: I'm like okay, no. Okay.
1: But but I love doing that to you. Any any <laughs> argument when I like in, like inject art, logic or actual right, facts. Right. Yeah. Into
0: that's it. how I was like, oh, you know like, what? Well, because I
1: like facts. I like facts nah. matter. Y'all y'all keep saying shit, but that don't. It's not true. Especially like you was talking about earlier when people try to create narratives and they try to fix whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Make it to fit whatever narrative is like. No, that's not true though. Absolutely, at all. But um, but yeah, like I said, my my, like my thought on the HBC was the same thing. Is like I just felt like it kind of goes against to me in my for my experience. It went against what I the point of college was to me. Um, Yeah, and I just felt like for me going to a PWI just made more sense. Um, experience wise, because I experience it's like I know people now that. Like I actually dated a girl at one point that, if I like suggested trips, and she and I like I say I want to go to Europe or some shit. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I want to do that. Why? Not enough black people.
0: What? You live in Detroit. They actually love black people in Europe too. You are always around black people. Well, some areas, Germany,
1: Italy, really... Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and like. But she's like, there's not enough black people there. As for the, first of all, you don't know that because you clearly ain't even nowhere. Okay. Second of all, she's like, yeah, I'll go somewhere like Jamaica. Cause it's like, why do you only want, you want to go people where you, go where people where you are? Like you so around your people island. all the fucking time. Like, people mm. just don't want to expand our horizons and do different shit, and that drives me crazy. Yeah,
0: that's like, it's a lot of things people don't think about, especially, I had the same experience. It's just like a, a level of closed-mindedness because I had the same conversation when I took my London trip at the end of last year. People were just like... A lot of people, if it's not a beach or a party scene, Mm -hmm. people are like, what the fuck are you going there for? You know what I'm saying? And so it was just kind of like, you know, what you going to do there? Um, See the sights, see the town, try the food, like walk through the park. Like that's literally how my vacation was. It was very very much an eat pray love type of trip and i enjoyed the fuck out of myself and it was a very relaxing vacation because a lot of times when you go on trips like that same thing with coachella like when we came back i was fucking tired yeah because it's like, a lot of work like. what you do when you go on those trips it's not it don't necessarily feel like a vacation when you feel you're more tired than you was when you can't when you left mm-hmm. because it's like you are up and moving you're waking up at a certain time you're going to sleep late like a lot of times if you don't go on a relaxing vacation sometimes that shit makes you, know, you, be, you more tired
1: i still people say i go so there's two different types of vacations I take. I will take a vacation if I, if, for the experience of mm-hmm. going to an event, or I'm going there. It's like when I go to WrestleMania or I do something like that's for the event. Um, and then the the backdrop of wherever it actually is right. is a is, a, is a secondary to that. Or I go on vacation where I'm going just to actually chill. Yeah. And if I and even if I go somewhere like Europe, that's still a chill vacation. You chill. Yeah. I'm gonna go and see sites I'm gonna do that on my own time. I can do whatever. I can go where I yeah. want to go. Like, it's not. Like, I'm not forced to.
0: That's literally the the way you have to approach it. Because like I said, when I went to Europe, I went like that. Like it was just like I was very laid back. Very much chilling, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it would be one day, one day I think it was like a, cause I was there for a whole week. And it was one day and I didn't leave the house. I literally was just like, I was in my Airbnb, watching TV, watching Netflix on the couch. I didn't even fucking leave the house. And I was just like, am I waiting my vacation? No, cause I got six other fucking days to walk around. I walked around, I walked around, went downtown. I took the, the queue. I, you know, I mean, the, uh, the, whatever, the tube, I took the tube. And whatever, um, and seeing all the sights, everything. But it's like I did it in such a laid back, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna walk this way. Oh, there's that. Oh, i walk- I was walking through the park, and next thing I know that park led me to Buckingham Palace. Oh shit, that was on my list. Cool, like I that was a relaxing ass trip. I came back like oh, I felt good. Even when I took my um cabin trip that I went on a couple months ago, that went on the beginning of April. You know what I'm saying? It was like a it was a weekend trip, it was very chill, you know what I'm saying? we just like chill, we ate, went see, well, I walked around, you know, Smoky Mountain. seen, you know, saying, seen some shit, went to the aquarium. Like it was more of a chill shit. It wasn't like party drinking club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. It was a more of a relaxing vacation. And like as I get older, I enjoy those more. And I still like to go out and you know turn up sometimes. But it's like sometimes I really just need to relax. And a lot of people don't understand that because I'm like I said, I remember. I was talking to some niggas, and they were just like, "What you want to London for?" And I'm like, "Oh, like, oh, you got some pictures?" And I'm like, "Oh, I mean, it's of stuff. It's not of me. So I don't know if you want to see." He's it. like, "Oh,
1: no." And
0: I'm just like, "Okay."
1: Oh, uh, you know, so
0: you you're not, you're not fishing for likes. Oh. yes, you know I'm saying. Like, I honestly, that's funny. I was thinking that it took me until like a couple months ago, and I realized I didn't post shit on my Instagram or my social media about being in London. Like, I didn't post a thing about it. I don't have no pictures from it on my page. I mean, I have in my phone, but I don't have no pictures from. It. I ain't posted. I'm like, damn. Like, because some people just really don't be cloud chasing. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm, me and my friends are like that. We were definitely one of those people that if we do something, we're actually enjoying ourselves. The more I'm enjoying myself, the less pictures I take. Mm-hmm. So, when me and my friends actually get together and we finally go out, we don't take a single fucking picture because we're actually having the fucking time of our lives. Like, even with Coachella, I haven't posted shit from Coachella yet. Because it's just like, I just be living. And yeah, I, I try to, I back yeah, exactly. I try to live in the experience in the moment of what I'm doing. I remember having a conversation when like, I first got to my, uh, Current with my old job, and literally like there was like I was like oh yeah, they were be some old places we travel, and I was like oh I went here, went here, went here. And by this time I haven't really went that many places on my own, but I was like oh yeah, and I went to Germany. He's like Germany, I don't know nobody but Germany. with my cousin on the West Side, and it's just like
1: my cousin on the West. Side. Okay, well, I'm talking about. Actually, I'm thinking about. I was just thinking about. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm trying to look. I'm looking into thinking even doing the, the TSA pre-check or the clear. Yeah. Because I just it's so much easier than i'm sure
0: a, i want to go to um barcelona i think
1: Spain. i want to go to europe things. i need to go to europe in the next year or so um and of course i gotta i still gotta do australia too so i had a few places outside the country i need to get to i actually need to check my passport because I see if that bitch is fire i need to renew or not i can't remember so um i'm moving on to that well first and foremost um I want to give um, a uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. Oh, yes. Yeah, rest in peace um, to the legend. Rest in peace to the legend. Um, if you don't know, I mean, John Singleton, he had a stroke, um, and he was in a coma, and then um, the family ended up having to take a off. They took him off life support. And that's always a tough decision um, to do. Um, I, it was the same thing with our mom when she had to go off of dialysis you just that's not you don't never want to have to make that decision right but it's just one of those things that you know it has to happen um, but John Singleton is a legend you know he you know boys in the hood higher learning baby boy um something else that i can't think of right now but just in general he's one of the like you know we have so many you know we are seeing this this influx of black directors who are doing all these great things now john singleton was that guy the mm-hmm. only one doing that in 19 in 1990s yeah. like he, he put so many people on he started that and so to see his kind of his tree is how it's grown. Like Ice Cube is now into this movie mogul and stuff like that. That started him in his movie, giving him that opportunity. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s first real role was that. Like all these guys who had gone on to win Oscars and and do great mm-hmm. things in film, it all started from John Singleton and that vision that he he put out there. So like just to see the great thing, and he wrote a lot of those movies. Right. Yeah. Like, he didn't just direct them. He wrote a lot of those. Yeah. movies. Like, that was the part. Of, like damn. Like, but he you know he's a legend. Um. You know he's only like fifty or something like that like just
0: yeah, he was you know young. sad to see
1: him go but you know like I said his legacy definitely lives on and you know when these new crop of directors you have Ryan Coogler Ava, um, Ava Dune and um, um, Jordan Peele and all these other directors coming up these um, African American directors coming up and just making great movies um, and not and trying to change the narrative from like oh it's a black director making it, no it's a director making a great movie mm-hmm. um, and, and just kind of change that dynamic and, and John Singleton is one of the first ones to really just invite you in to see what you know for a lot of people Boys it was the first time people even saw what Kelly life was if you weren't from there because I, I was from Detroit I didn't know anything about what was going on
0: right yeah like, mm-hmm. absolutely just to see a
1: different side of things like that so definitely rest in peace to John Singleton um and then the other crazy situation um, was with Bun being his wife. Did you hear about that? Mm, oh, him? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I seen that and I saw their Breakfast Club interviews. Like,
1: that's a crazy situation. That is a crazy situation. A guy, a home invited guy, um, came into Bun B's house, um, put a gun in his wife's head. Um, I guess the way she described it is they had just got home. And she went to check she thought it was a delivery got a ringing doorbell she thought it was a delivery got um, door door dude broke in put a gun to her head and in her mind her, her Bun B was upstairs and he was upstairs taking shit the best you know like, um, right. <laughs> so he was upstairs and um, so the guy was trying to force his way into the house and she in her mind she's like I just can't let him get to Bun so she's thinking about protecting him and she said she's dro- she drops to the floor so he can't get so he won't, mm-hmm. he won't move and eventually she kept trying to get him to take the car and then, then once he said Bun's name it feels like the guy knew like oh shit I fucked up and so he, he finds like let me give him the car and I guess he got in the car Bun finally got down there and started to, he, he let off shots and he, that dude should have been dead. Yeah. And he saw that car, he, yeah, he put them it. bullets where they needed to be. That car saved that dude life. For sure. Because yeah. he, he could have, he shouldn't have been here. It's um, crazy. A like crazy you know, situation. just it's a traumatic experience. Like she said, you know, she can't even go out like in that area right now. Like it's it's traumatic for her to even be in that area right now, and it's just fucked up. And I think DJ Envy told a story about something happening like that with him and his kids. Um, where not his daughter and them, um, they can't even they couldn't even go in the house for a long time because it was just a reminder because some dude was in the house when they got there and shit. And and they put and like, it was just crazy. So like, it's just. Like, you know, it's always one of those things where, like, our dad had a gun in the house. Mm -hmm. And dad, if you wasn't nobody he knew, yeah, he would come down the stairs with the gun.
0: Definitely, <laughs> I definitely almost got one of my brothers right, right. shot because he came in like he came. He was coming in late, and I don't know if it's like after curvy or something, but he was coming in late. He knocked on my window instead of knocking on the Chris. door. It was
1: it was rough. Oh, was it was
0: rough. And this nigga knocked on my window instead of knocking on. And I told him, my daddy, yeah, my daddy, somebody knocked on my window. And he went, he went and got the gun. Nigga went outside. <laughs> that like, dude, you almost died. It
1: happened one time. <laughs> um, yeah, when I came in one time and. They didn't know who the fuck it was. um It also happened. uh What is it? I got in trouble one time because I let somebody, I let a delivery person or somebody in to fix something. They were there, but I know why. But there was nobody there but me, mm. and I wasn't, you know, they didn't like that shit. If he wasn't there, and I'm like, I didn't know, nigga. why Right. You... <laughs> oh <my. laughs> But yeah, dad didn't play that shit. He he kept that shit loaded and on on deck if he needed it. He was not playing. The time I got robbed at gunpoint, and he pulled up and he pulled up at the gas station I was at with the gun ready. Like what the fuck they he? I did did not play. Um, and he is licensed to carry, by the way, fuckers.
0: Oh yeah, okay, right. We don't play them games around here, right.
1: Um... Also, there's a crazy story. t pain was talking about something. I guess people was online telling him. And you know how people are stupid. Um, people said, you didn't spend enough. your you let your brother die because you ain't spend. you ain't want to pay the hospital bills. Wow. And so t pain I don't even think I don't even know why he responds to this dumb fucking troll. But he's like, motherfucker talking about how I let my brother die. Like, nigga, I paid two point something million dollars to um to say to um help him. He was out on his, he was living, he was getting back on his feet, he was good, he fucking tripped and fell and got a, and fucking went brain dead. Like that oh, way no 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 amount of money can fucking help that. Nothing. Like like just dumb fuckers. Like people people gotta understand that money don't cure everything. Right. You, know? you niggas have been listening to people talk about Magic Johnson too much. <laughs> like magic money do not cure every fucking thing. For the record, Magic Johnson had HIV. He never had AIDS So you motherfuckers need to understand the difference between the two.
0: You know niggas, though.
1: Like, oh, shit, no, he got that shit. He should be dead. Just a bunch of dumb fuckers. Um... So the B sides concert was last mm-hmm. week. I'm mad they didn't stream it, but from what I heard, he about to do a Beyonce. They're probably gonna do yeah. that shit because there was a lot of cameras there.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard. A, to a lot of them. big
1: cameras there, but shit. Uh, shouts to Elliot Wiltles that nigga recorded the whole damn thing on his fucking IG story. <laughs> so I was watching the whole fucking thing basically. Like he recorded the whole fucking thing, damn shit, damn near. Um, it was a great show. Um, he really did dig into his catalog on this one.
0: Yeah, I've hearing that.
1: Right. Nigga, really? Like, he really did dig into his beats ass for this shit. Um, just the fact that he can remember all the fucking lyrics. I don't care how much he rehearsed. It's a lot of fucking songs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it was dope because the first person he brought was Nas. And it was dope how they went back and forth. Yeah,
0: with the beats and all that the beats this and shit. Turn, doing, yeah, like, it was dope. Doing that band song. is dope. Oh, yeah,
1: 1500 and 1500, nothing. Yeah. They killed it. Um, so that was dope. And then the surprise of the night nigga brought
0: the out camera. camera. Yes, Mind yes. you,
1: I've been waiting to hear these niggas perform Welcome in New York City since that song was made. I was like, that shit will never happened. Them niggas been beefing for 15 years. Right. That shit never happened. That crowd did not deserve it. Nigga, I, when that shit happened, I said, motherfucker, this air camera? Mm-hmm. Are you performing Welcome to New York City, nigga? So when a song came, I said, wait a minute. He's like, Can okay, let's go. Like, nigga, what the fuck? But that's the thing, like Jay is known for that shit. Joe Jay and squashed Mo Beasts.
0: Yeah, he grown.
1: He, he, he squashed Mo Beasts in his career. The first major, of course, was when he brought Nas out. Right. And and the thing about that concert was that was the, the I declare war. Like he was talking about everybody was like, he about to call a bunch of niggas out. He tired of you niggas. He about to go off on a bunch of niggas. And then we end up being the total opposite. And he was like, let's go, let's go. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Let's go, nigga, what? Where? Like, that one, and then last year, the of B-sides, when he brought Beanie out. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Beanie out
0: here? Yeah, then he turned right around and did something in the water, so I'm like, this nigga Jay is fucking Right, fuck yeah, when he did
1: something in the water, you know, he getting his Marley shit on with his dreads and shit, like, Jay, Jay just out here doing his thing, but, um it's just something about him performing in New York though I yeah. see like is it something about him performing in New York it just it just brings out it's just different for sure um but that, it was just a it was a good from what I saw it was a really good show the funny thing is that he performed um his pump it up freestyle yeah. with Joe there <laughs> and <y'all> was like <laughs> That shit funny. I said
0: funny. He petty as hell. He knew that beat, fool. It's
1: full time Jack yeah, New He knew Joe was there because I guess Joe said he texted him beforehand. Yeah, he did. Like this nigga Jay. Jay, Jay is petty as shit. That's the reason I appreciate Jay because Jay's so fucking petty. I love it. Though. But apparently there was some controversy. People were upset. So he, you know, you heard the, speech, the freestyle he spit about Nipsey.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? mm-hmm. So people apparently. Um, we're upset because you know he's talking about gentrifying your own hood first of all people didn't know what gentrify mean
0: they don't but i people realize assume that
1: that gentrify means white people coming in and gentrify means buying up property in a, in an area
0: That's yeah it I mean. really just mean making a neighborhood nicer it just means, it means buying
1: buying up property and improving the area it does not mean it's, it's not specific to white or black it just means buying up pro- property and improving the property value that is literally what gentrify means but people assume it I means because they're only they only used to seeing gentrification by white people that they assume that's what it is. So whatever the case may be the controversy is for people a lot of people especially people in Brooklyn because of what happened with the Broccoli Center a lot of people were displaced when the Barclay Center was built because they couldn't afford mm-hmm. to live there anymore things like that and so their thought is why how Jay Spin Tombo, you know buying your own hood and, and buy black and supporting black people when he when he helped displace a lot of people it's my, like thought, my thought is this and the, the people didn't understand something. Jay that was Jay owned less than a percentage of the fucking. Absolutely. Nest. I to say that He was literally just the face of it. That's the first thing. So with him being the face, he's going to be the one that's gonna take the blame for anything that happened. That was kind of the point. Um That's also why he pulled out of it. Once he realized what happened, he's like, okay, yeah, I can't be part of this no more. Right, he got he got out of it. Jay is growing. He he was he was what that was fucking ten years ago almost now. Yeah. So he was very. That was his first foray into real estate or any type of thing like that.
0: And so all I'm, of that stuff, especially when you're a businessman and someone that level, like everything is trial and error. like yeah, he didn't you're not know. The same like, he didn't, was like, at that point. He yeah.
1: he was just trying to bring um you know jobs and shit to Brooklyn. He didn't know the side effects of it because he was again it was something it was a new challenge for him and he wasn't experienced with it so he had to learn. What he's talking about now doesn't change just because he's he has some sitting back in his past where he was just starting out learning the shit. He's has the experience. The same thing is in our um story OJ. You know, there's a place in Dunbar I could have bought for five million, and that place is now worth like 20. Like, I'm stupid. Like, I should I could have done that, but I didn't know back then. I was investing, I was putting my money in places that shouldn't have been back then. I could have invested in this thing, and it could have been quadrupled by now. The point is, you learn from your mistakes. You learn from these instances where you may have made a decision or not made a decision or not have jumped on something at the time because you weren't thinking on it. Your mindset wasn't there, and then you go back. You be like, "Shit, I could have, I could have made a killing." And then you know, giving back. And that's the whole point. Jay's in a different place now. Also, he's in a different space. His he's all pro black everything. Like that's just who he is. Like, at this point, like he's that he's in a different space. It's not about just the business, right. it's about what he can do. Like when he talks about generational wealth, he's not talking about it just for the fact of being rich. He's talking about that so he can give it to other people and pass it on to his his kids and pass it on to uh, other generations and have the little generation build up and and do things too. So it's a, it's a continuing thing. So when you have cuz now is going to get there too cuz now has got so many fucking investments and so many shit that people had no clue about. Niggas didn't know that Nas was out here like having all these fucking businesses going. It's like nah, and nigga Nas been doing shit, <laughs> like, like and so it's it's great to see, and, and it's just like it's just great to see like cause hip hop is still a young genre, but yeah. Jay's gonna be fifty in December, fifty one, and just to see. His growth as an artist, but just as a businessman and just as a man, and to come and and all the things he's doing and continuing to do, is just fucking amazing. Like it's just great to see. Like because you just never, you couldn't have told. I don't think anybody would have thought that he would be the first hip hop billionaire. And all this
0: right? Like, yeah, like, I'm sure. Like, nobody
1: thought that shit, Tom. Nobody. So it's just it's just always like i said it's always good whenever jay do something i'm always i'm always there for it because this is like you know it's always going to be some great shit and he can do what the fuck you do at this point like
0: absolutely and he, i mean people just i'm just no listen no jay slander will ever be motherfucking tolerated okay <laughs> don't motherfucking play with me
1: um so one of the bigger controversies uh, a couple last days So okay, Facebook is banning people.
0: Yeah, they banned Lewis Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. What is the other one? Milo, the gay Republican
1: guy. Yeah. Um, basically, the whole the the, the the
0: anybody that's problem. Well, I do not say are, problematic.
1: People who are uh, spreading hate speech. Yeah, hate of speech of any kind. Or I guess problematic and hate speech is the same. hate speech. Problematic speech is what they say. So of course, you know, a lot of people were mad that they banned Lewis Farrakhan. Right. Um, however, um, to be and people say, "Let's oh, you know, First Amendment, First Amendment." Yeah, but they're a private company.
0: Right. You don't. Your
1: First Amendment doesn't doesn't matter on social media because they own the company. They can Do what the fuck they want. That's first thing. Um, I don't necessarily agree with them banning. I understand people have a right to say what they want. Their their rights to their opinions and their feelings and things like that. I get that. However, I also understand their point of view because it's not like they just banned Louis Farrakhan. He was the only one. Like if it was just him, I could see that being a problem. But they banned other people. People's like, well, no, but you, uh, yeah, but Louis has said some problematic things about women.
0: Okay, see, I don't really follow his shit. I don't don't know. I've
1: I've heard, and now he may have grown since these thoughts, and he could have. I don't know. Um, but my thing is, at the end of the day. I get what they're trying to do. It may not necessarily be executed properly, and it may, it may, it may be something that's a work in progress. Facebook has a lot of PR repair reparation to do because they, you know, be doing the privacy shit there are a lot of work to do so i think they're just trying to tackle all these different things at one time and so it's going to be a work in progress i don't think um i think if they look back at it they may say well you know what maybe he wasn't one of the people we should have banned or whatever the case may be um but i also don't necessarily blame them for trying to you know trying to right. correct it because it is a problem we do have a lot of hate speech out there it's the reason why trump won the fucking election yeah um because people fall for dumb shit So, you know, we'll see how it goes It's going to be an ongoing thing Um, One thing I noticed um, When we talked earlier about, you know, gay people And um, and homosexuality in general um, Have you paid any attention to all these candidates For them (laughs) so far?
0: so many honestly the only ones i know is i know joe but biden finally put his hat in the ring i know um obviously bernie sanders
1: and a couple other people but i cannot remember their names so the one that i am keeping my eye on and i really wasn't paying attention to it okay but because you know i watch daily show every day so he was on there and then he was on the breakfast club too um and it oh, was
0: just I think I I think that's one of the people I was Mayor Pete.
1: About. Okay, yeah, yeah. Pete mm-hmm. Buttigieg She was the first openly gay mayor, uh, openly gay Democratic kind candidate, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just to hear him talk he's like, he's from our generation he's like 36 36 he's 37 yeah. years
0: old. is it a, what's the age requirement for president
1: 30 i think 35 or something okay, like that okay. so he's right over the age requirement but he's still young compared to you guys people in your 70s like bernie so is, oh, the generational up. thing i think matters because my thought process i think to me i think he speaks to our generation a lot more But I also think that may work against him with the older people when it comes to the election, unless his policies are just that great.
0: Yeah, his policies have to be great. And then on top of that, we were just talking about how homophobic people were. Yeah. And so much of the I mean, I I mean, honestly, not unfortunately, but honestly, to say so much of the Democratic vote, you I mean, you saw it with. uh, Obama is blaze is ba- Wow, okay. <laughs> it's based off of the black boat
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so much of that. So it's just like with black people being extremely homophobic. Um, I just don't know how that would play.
1: Right. That's true.
0: That's the thing. Um, because I mean we
1: works. are we live in a country that's not even that hasn't been ready for a woman to be president yet. Exactly. So us,
0: so and I I'm saying on. that was Honestly, realistically, that, I'm kind of surprised by that. I mean, obviously Obama is mixed. It
1: was. it was, But it was, it was the
0: fact it was that Hillary. I was surprised that they were like that sexism was bigger than, I guess, racism in that moment. Because it's just like, to a, I was surprised that Hillary, they wasn't ready for Hillary. Well, I mean, most of all people just don't fucking like her.
1: Hey, specifically. A too. lot of that was because they didn't like Hillary. That, That's what I'm saying. So much of that is, yeah, yeah they just the don't wrong, like her in general. Like, it was the candidate. It was her. Which is
0: why well, I'm surprised that uh, she won over Barney. Because I feel that like if Democrat, Barney would have so, won, it would have been. It would have been different. It would have been a lot different. different.
1: But I think a lot of it was the Democratic Party was pushing for her to win. and they had a lot to do with that because I think there was some controversy that came out where they were were basically secretly plotting for her to win. So a lot of that was because the Democratic Party felt like that they thought that she was the only one. They didn't have confidence that Bernie could beat Trump, which ultimately they were wrong in the long run. Yeah, because
0: there was a lot of people that just didn't want her to win, like Democrats and right.
1: And so there were people that just wouldn't vote for her at all. Yeah. Um, She wasn't going to bring out the vote the same way. I think the thing about Pete, because he's of our generation, he may, even if he can't necessarily get the older people, um, but he can make it up by getting a young, more younger turnout. And I think that will be a big thing for him because not only is he going to get that younger demographic, mm-hmm. he's also going to get that younger gay demographic. And the black community, why is homophobic? The younger black community is not as bad. At least the ones that vote.
0: Okay, I'm The ones that say, don't vote. Niggas is the niggas
1: ain't Yeah, Niggas is going to be niggas but the niggas ain't the ones I'm seeing at the polls. True. Typically, um, unless they just gonna go out, go out of character, it's like no, we can't have a gay guy. He gonna gay agenda. I gotta go against that. Right,
0: that's why my kids, we ever gonna be gay? It's gonna be post-apocalyptic to get the gay people in.
1: that's just like, um, you know, the new day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I saw some girl. She was at. Yeah, she funny cereal. The to go start. What is this shit? Ugh, why are they selling this to kids? You people are so fucking stupid. Um, or, I like, girl, why, why are my kids, why are these guys on TV saying booty, booty L's? Ugh, this is, why is they promoting? This is kid gay. I'm like, see? And this is the problem. You fucking punks. Oh, did you know Kofi won the title?
0: No. Kofi's, for what?
1: He's WWE champion. Really? First black champion ever, first African champion ever.
0: That's crazy. Happened at WrestleMania, too. Wow. Mm hmm because his ass would be close and would never win it was
1: it, the thing is he had never had a title a, a world championship match ever um, it was it was really random because what happened he was a he was a, a fill-in for the Elimination Chamber match and he he performed so well on uh, SmackDown and then he did so well in the match that the fans just started getting behind him mm-hmm. and then started just started to swell like oh my god and so they kind of really played up the same storyline they did with Daniel Bryan years ago because Daniel Bryan is a heel now he was a champion been. Yeah, I
0: remember. So that. they
1: played up the same storyline, but on the opposite end, where now Kofi's the underdog. So they went through all this stuff where Vince was like, "You're not, you're not worth it you're not, you know, you don't deserve a title, man." So they had to go through all this He had to go through all these different matches to get the title match. He finally got the title match, goes to goes to WrestleMania, and he wins the title. And so it was it was a really historic moment because we had the first African American. Or African because he's from fucking Ghana, so he's right. all, all the way African. Right, African champion, and you had the and it was the first time women headlined at WrestleMania because they.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't hear about that. So
1: yeah, it was a really like it was, and the thing is, it was emotional for because you had a lot of there was videos out there like some like black wrestlers we know and like they was watching it at bar and you could see them like start crying, like they hugged, like dog, this we got one finally because yeah, like, that was a man. big thing. So yeah, it was, but it was yeah, it was, but yeah, you know, just the, the whole thing of people you see things like, oh my god, that's gay. And it's like you don't even know what that is to say that. Or they think, or they're acting goofy. Like, no, they're just they they like anime, they're nerds. Like, that does not mean you're not masculine. This is the thing that people seem to misunderstand. Yeah. If you're a nerd or if you like certain things, you oh, you like anime? I said, you know how I many fucking rappers love anime or love Dragon Ball Z and talk about it in their fucking rhymes? Niggas that you would think is gangsters. They're talking about killing nigga in the same fucking. That, the shit, next. that
0: one um that one um nigga from here is good for that. Sada baby, he good for putting some wrestling references, some anime references. Mm-hmm. He good
1: for that shit. There's a uh, battle rapper from I mean, him called Dallas casual He uses wrestling stuff in all of his rhymes. Like he <laughs> hear you wrestling and Dragon Ball Z shit in all his rhymes um like it's just what the fuck dude right like people just think it's all you're you're quote unquote a nerd that you can't be right. a, you can't be masculine you can't be aggressive I said whatever nigga I, it was some um one <laughs> breast potato story so when Pokemon Go first came out so he he's, he's he's at home and he sees a Charizard on he's like oh shit I need to go get that he's driving around and he pull up it's a fucking trap house and so he could see and there's these three niggas sitting there. And he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get that Charles out." And nigga pulled out his finally like, no, nah, I'm getting that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most gangster. Like, he's like, this nigga got few bad bodies. I'm just I got that. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be clear, we all came up in that generation. So I don't care how hard you is. Nigga, you ain't you not watching what I watch or not being into the same shit, I will still punch you in your shit. And still go back to watching my fucking (laughs) anime. The fuck? (laughs) Like the hell wrong with you? Like niggas be cool conning, but but no, it was um Let me see. If I have anything else to go over, let me see. Um -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. over that.
0: Hey, we out here.
1: Um, KC
0: and a place to be.
1: Congratulations to Sylvia Ronge. Um, she's the new president of Epic. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, she's been in the business for a long time, so for her to be named president is a huge thing for African American women, so congratulations to her. Um, you know, we continue to make progress and get put in these positions, and we just got to continue to pass this shit on and keep making opportunities for other people, and that's really all it's about. Um, other than that, I think I'm done. Yes. Um, Are we done? I don't have shit else to talk about. I'm good. This is a good um start. first podcast back from vacation
0: yes vacation um, pod
1: <laughs> um you know it's been real thanks to my sister KC for being yes check it uh, out
0: uh, yes 2am media family in the check, fucking building what's
1: up check, check out 2am 2 Walker 2 2 Millennials 2am podcast available on all your all your finer podcast mediums yes um same here for the Donald Decane podcast available on all your finer podcast mediums cause you know we are about that shit. Um, also, and this is, um, you know, we have some things we're cooking up this year. Just know get some shit for y'all um I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna just gonna put it I'm just gonna leave it there um but with that being said you can check us out Donald the King Podcast on IG DWTK Pod on Twitter Donald the King Podcast on Facebook if you have any questions you wanna you wanna pose a question you wanna suggest a topic Donald the King Podcast at gmail.com um available on iTunes and all those shit fucking What's was the other one Spotify Spotify we need some money um at <laughs> <laughs> let you boy but no with that being said, I'm gonna sign off with saying thank you for joining us on this podcast episode 26 of the Down the King podcast is signing off and to my brothers as I said before Peace.
0: well not to them
1: obviously to
0: them more, more some more some um, bullshit. You just
1: get ready He wants you to lick his balls. <laughs> But yo, his dick is small. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you, so niggas. Fuck you. Fuck you, him. niggas. <laughs> yeah, you. Know, you nigga all Fuck that nigga. you.